Good Thursday afternoon to each and every one. This is Chris. You're listening to another episode of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope y'all having a great, great day. I apologize. If you hear fans in the background, I'm at work, and they're working on the building, and the area ain't working. So pray for me, okay? Today we are talking about progress, measuring it, what it looks like in our life, being stuck, and lessons from the scripture, what it can teach us, and what it means for our life today. The interesting thing to me is that when I was looking for a specific scripture, I found a whole bunch of scriptures. So, today is more of a thematic Bible study rather than a literal. And we're going to go over some different scriptures, but... We're going to start with Philippians 3, 7 through 16. And it reads, But whatever regains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ. The righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings. Becoming like him in death. And so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already attained all of this or have already arrived at my goal. But I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But the one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining forward to what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to winning the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us then, who are mature, should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too, God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. When we look at this scripture, we find that it's Apostle Paul that's talking. For those of you that have never read his story, whenever you get a chance, please be so kind as to take out and read it. Take time and do that. But Apostle Paul was formerly Saul of Tarshish. He was formerly a Pharisee that was trained in all the intricacies of Jewish law. He was a zealous And as far as righteousness by the law was considered, he lived the definition of being blameless. And when we're finding this scripture, we're finding him literally being a comparative analysis in the brief of who he used to be versus who he is now and what he considers. He's talking about, thematically at least, progress and spiritual maturity. And I think, you know, the other point is that he's saying that, and I love the Message Bible's version of it. Some of the words say, uh, he literally says, he counted the time as laws, tearing up the very credentials people were waving around as something special. And none of those accomplishments were worth anything next to the fellowship of Christ. My personal belief that you could also venture to say that none of that means anything when it comes to the relationship we have with Christ. I mean, have you ever, you know, taken time to think about that? Because we've talked about that before, about how we have a relationship with Abba. He invites us into relationship. 
and in my own life, I've spent a lot of time, you know, thinking about relishing my past experiences. And I know Apostle Paul encourages us to forget what lies behind, but I have to be real and transparent and say sometimes in my own life, I found that I don't forget what lies behind. I'm often looking back. Sometimes I'm looking back to reflect on what was good, what was bad. Sometimes in my bad days, it seems like the past was better than the present. Just being truthful, you know, and here's the things that I've learned in my own life. Sometimes in my personal relationships, the reason why it seems easier is because there was only one. It was just me, what I thought, you know, there was nobody else to be accountable to. Just being real. The other issue sometimes that I find in reflection is that um, I'm only seeing part of the situation. I'm only seeing part of the story. Maybe I'm just even seeing the highlights. So, you know, it is good to look in the past, but we can't stay there. Because if our past experiences are not transferred to our present, they aren't valid. And I think oftentimes when we transfer that to spirituality or our relationship with God, uh, many of us get caught up in what God did for us before. And here's my point. It is good that we remember all the times he's been faithful, all the times he's been kind and gracious and compassionate to us. That's powerful in its impact. We need to remember that. Yet we also know that what God has done in the past is nothing compared to what he wants to do for you in life, in this moment, today, and in the future. And, you know, it's important because I'm thinking of the contextual idea of progress and measuring it. And sometimes I think we can find progress uh, to be hard. And I say we find it to be hard because we're struggling with waiting for things to be perfect. Life itself can feel uh, for every two steps forward, we're uh, taking two steps back. Or when we're looking at where we're supposed to be versus where we are, we can feel stuck. Like we're not progressing at all. And sometimes even when we're looking at this whole attitude of being stuck, we can think that we're stuck for a reason, spend time trying to figure out what the reason is, or the fact that we feel that we are the reason that we're stuck. And it also is easy to assume that it it is our responsibility to get unstuck before anything changes. Or maybe you're comparing where you feel you should be and it's hard to see progress because you feel like there's no growth. Progress, it means to move forward or onward movement toward a destination. Sometimes we don't see growth because it doesn't look like we expect or it's not happening in the time frame that we expect. But what, what's Abba's perspective on progress? What if we asked Abba? what he thinks about our situation first. What if the Father wants us to come to him first so he can provide us with his perspective on what's going on? God, I mean, think about it, has already seen our story. He knows the beginning and the end. He knows what you, us, we need, even when we don't, you know? And I just think about that oftentimes, you know? Because another way to think about that is, did you ever think about about the fact that Jesus, when we're looking at the times he was talking in the scriptures, Jesus talked about possibilities but never problems. He was totally unbothered, not worried at all, when he had the handful of fish, bread, and yet there were 5,000 hungry people in front of him. Or what about the story of Lazarus? I mean, Jesus arrived three days after Lazarus was dead. What if his plan was never to heal Lazarus? 
but that it was always to resurrect him. You ever thought about that? Just just food for thought. Ephesians 2.10 says, We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we could walk, would walk in them. What does this mean for our lives? I was always prepared. He's never surprised by us or our situation. Sometimes he prepares our path. Other times he prepares us. Sometimes he prepares our path. Other times he prepares us. Which one are you in? The only way we can know that is the fact that we can use our relationship. And when I say use, I mean we, can, we have it. We can go to Abba and ask him his perspective. Go to him first and ask him for revelation on what's going on in our life. We have that ability. When we are facing things in our life, could it be that there are only two possible alternatives? One, that he's already equipped you to handle it. Or two, that it's not your problem at all to handle. It's his Sometimes it's our job to stand in the battle of life as warriors of life overcoming. Yet there are also times when our response is not to push into a problem, but we are to push into the spirit. It is in these times, I believe that Abba wants us to ask him for his mindset regarding our situation and experience. Is, is his language what we're calling our situation? Is it the same? We have a relationship with Abba. It's relational. We can talk with him. We can ask questions. And in the context of progress and measuring it, what if during these times when we feel like we aren't progressing, what if it is actually our perspective on where we are that's the thing that needs to change or shift? What if he's pushing the pause button on our process so that we can come to him and have a conversation with him about what's going on. So instead of getting distracted by what's happening, what if it's an invitation to wisdom, to revelation of who God wants to be in our lives and an opportunity to listen with the anticipation for what he's initiating in our lives. Here's why I say that. I'm not at all trying to make light of the fact that we have real circumstances and experiences and situation and process and trauma and things that are happening. They are real. They are valid. Yet what if our response is to come up a little bit higher, think on a deeper level, think about our relationship and try to figure out what is our trying to say to us in this moment could it be something deeper than the circumstantial literal things that are around you I was thinking about this today because I was at lunch and I was like thinking about this podcast and I was like what if if it's not just what we see because you know we see in part he sees the whole picture he has a plan and purpose for our life it's for good and not for evil but have we ever really stopped to really try to go to him and ask him what that means Asking what is his purpose for our lives when we're in our situations. Because sometimes we are so in our situation that that's all we can see. We can't see anything else. And I don't know if I'm talking to anybody out there that hears this podcast where you're in a situation and all you can see is what's going on. In my own life, I have to be honest and say there are times when all I can see is what's not there. All I can see is what everybody else should have been doing and didn't do. I sometimes don't see my part. Sometimes I, I can actually be audacious to think, I don't even know where you at. Are you here? Because you don't feel like you're here. But here's what we know that's true, that we don't have to feel his presence to know that he's present. 
Here's what we also know that's true. We have relationship with Abba. We can go to him and have a conversation. We can talk to him. Think about it in the scriptures. The scripture says that Moses had a relationship with God. They talk face to face. There's this, this deeper conversation that Moses wasn't just trying to lead the children of Israelite, the, excuse me, the children of Israel to just the promised land, but he was trying to lead them to the promiser. What does that mean? The relationship that we have one-on-one with the Father that's so much deeper than the material things that we can get. It's so much deeper than the bends and, and the relationship and bay and the career that you want. I'm not saying those are not valid. Those are true. He wants to give you the desires of your heart, but he has to be the main thing. The first thing, the source that we seek. And when we're facing our experiences and the things that we're going through, let's seek him first. Let's seek him for the revelation that he has in our life, who he wants to be for us. We talk about it all the time, that his nature, what's his true nature? What does that mean? Because on one hand, it definitely means that he's loving and kind and that he delights in us, that he's always has us on his mind. That's true. Yet also, it's also true that in a relationship, he's trying to reveal things. What's he trying to share with with us? We won't know if we don't go. And sometimes I think we don't, the reason we don't know is because we don't know that we can go. That's not something that's really been focused on. I don't know about your experiences, but growing up, I never really learned about the relational aspect of the Father in me. I didn't. The most I learned was that you were supposed to believe in God so you wouldn't go to heaven or hell. That's where it stopped. And I think that it's that level of theological teaching that has left some people lost. That They don't think that you can have a relationship with God to talk about your everyday life. And that you can have a relationship with God that's deeper than the, than, than the literal things that you're going through what's his plan for your life you know talking about that the experiences we have valid true real things but we can also have a deeper relationship with him it's deeper than the circumstantial thing that you see okay so if you remember nothing that I said don't get distracted by what's happening I know it's hard It can be real hard because all you see is what's going on, but let's not get distracted. Let's focus a little bit deeper and think about what is the revelation of his true nature. What is it that he wants to reveal to us in our relationship with him? That's all I have for today. And if you remember nothing else that I said, four things. Think about these four things. One, be careful when relishing the past, because if our past experiences are not transferred to our present experience, they aren't valid. Two, what does God want to do in your life in this moment, today and in the future? Three, let's ask Abba his perspective on our progress in life. What does it look like to him? Where does he feel we should go or need to be? Four, Instead of viewing it as being stuck or not growing, let us view it as an invitation in our relationship with Abba, a chance, an opportunity to grow, to discover more of his nature and who he wants to be for us in our situation, in our experience, in our process. Okay? That's all I have for you today. I truly hope that it's helped you, that it's been food for your spirit, your mind, and your soul, that it gives you something to think about on a deeper level. You can always reach out to the podcast at encouragingyourspiritpodcast at gmail.com. I'll see y'all next time. Y'all have a great 
rest of your week. And if nobody's told you that they love you, I love you today. And there's no situation, past, present, or future, you can ever will be in that I will not love you. Okay? See y'all next time. Y'all have a good week. Peace.